Hey, Ross here. I hope you enjoy this first of three episodes from the Hit Dice Heroes one-shot that myself and Debbie took part in a little while back. Hit Dice Heroes have an excellent D&D show and you can check them out on both YouTube and on Twitch and I really recommend that you do so. This following adventure has universal themes but beware, there is the occasional moment of some adult language. Hey, good day, aloha and hello. And also, good morning or evening or during the day from wherever you are watching from. We have um, exciting guest players and a one-shot run by me. I'm so excited um, and, you know, slightly terrified, but excited. Um, we are going to waste no time because we're running super-duper late um, or we're exactly when we meant to start. And it's like just serendipitous. Exactly. Um, <laughs> a wizard is so, never late. A wizard is never late. So we're going to go around and um, uh, before we start off today, just introduce who all these lovely people around me are and what characters they're going to be playing. And then we're going to jump into Rites of Passage, the one shot we're playing today. So I'll start with myself. I'm Kiralee. Um my pronouns are she, her. I am going to be DMing today these amazing people. And we might go around the screen, so we'll start with that's you, Maya. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name's Maya. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. Uh, I am playing – are we supposed to say what characters we're playing? Yeah, yeah go or... for it. All the info you okay. want. Okay. I am playing Zenith, the uh, uh, path of the open hand monk tiefling. Uh, they use they, them pronouns, and they are uh, – I've never played them before, and I'm very excited. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um, so then it would have been me and now Ross. Yes, hello. I'm Ross. Uh, I'm General Nerd, also from the Dean Doctorates podcast. So, um, And yeah, uh, he, him, and my character is Klaus, the elven peace cleric. Also he, him. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to play with Klaus. He's a new creation for this one shot. And uh, first time actually playing a cleric for me. So that'll be interesting as well. <laughs> um, Debbie, did you want to go next? Yes. Hello. I'm Debbie. Very excited to be a player because I usually do a lot of DMing. So I'm really excited. Um, and I'll be playing Lady Bertha Braun, the um, ex-circus performer and Valabard. Nice. And Nico. Hello, I am Nico. My pronouns are he, they, and I'm going to be playing a barbarian for the first time. We've got Arcuda, whose pronouns is he, him, and they are a bear totem barbarian. Super excited to, uh, to bash some stuff. I did, um, I did forget to mention right at the start that, um, Yes, that I did meet uh, these two amazing new players through a different podcast that um, I was asked to guest on and uh, Debbie guest DM'd on, which was Dungeons and Doctorates. Uh, you should check it out. It's really cool. One of my favorite types of people are science communicators and um, and uh, a bunch of people on that are science communicators and um, I, I like the way they describe scientific things while playing D&D. It's cute. I love it. It's also, like, uh, appropriate for children or appropriate for younger people, would you say, Ross? Yeah, it's definitely, um, like, PG-13 is the, the the highest sort of that, that we go. It's, it's yeah. um, you know, it, it's a very, uh, it's a very, like, universal story, Um you know, so yeah, if, if you're into sort of, it's kind of like classic D&D, but also meets the stresses of academic life, uh, just thrown in there as well. Uh, I literally just recorded an episode where I, I rolled two, I, I had advantage on my like academic progress check and I rolled two ones Oof. and I was like, that makes sense because my character literally just spent the last week fighting face spiders Jealous frat boys, uh, all sorts of yeah. It, it was a week for my character, and they they had made no progress on their PhD, and my dice rolls reflected that perfectly. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, 
I, yes, when I was on, I did have to keep reminding myself not to swear. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so I'm super excited. We're going to be playing this uh, one shot by uh, CJ Oliver. It's from the Uncaged series, my favorite series of one shots. Um, was everyone ready to just get into it? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's so, do it. Um, we're, we're, I'm going to run this one shot exactly like I run it with my friends, with people at home, which means that um, the players have made characters and I've told them that they're an adventuring group that know each other, but we're going to work out how they know each other together on stream because that's how I do it at the table. Everyone's, we're going to work it out. Um, they know each other because they're an adventuring party, but... I'll show you how I do that um, as we go. So, yeah, so as I said, this one shot's called Rites of Passage. And what has happened is, as an adventuring group that has some renown and respect, you have been invited to a, to a coming-of-age ceremony, essentially, from a, to a Goliath... Um, village. Now, you haven't been invited to the beginning of the ceremony, and you haven't really even been invited fully to, um, like, to any of the the sort of closed stuff that happens just within that community. You've been invited to the party at the end. Um, so, so the the actual sending these. Uh, what happens is these goliaths go out into the mountains into the snow-covered mountains where there's like conifers and um like think sort of forest with with snow um over it and it's like autumn time and uh they go out and they have to spend a night out alone and then when they come back there's a big party and you weren't up here for when they went out and you have arrived and there's you have arrived at this mountain and you're you're welcome to stay here for like a couple of weeks um, and to enjoy the festivities of, of, of uh, these young people coming of age. And uh, it's exciting. And as sort of as you arrive, there's already music and they, um, they live sort of a bit off from where this celebration is happening. So this celebration is them sort of harkening back to, um, to like to, to their history a little bit. So they're intense. Um, they have their own village, but here they've, they've set up like ceremonial tents and um, it's really beautiful. There are sort of like colored streamers, um, you know, from your connections and we'll get, to how you know this particular village, but you know that they predominantly worship like um, snakes and like the strength and concept of, of snakes. And um, so there's a lot of that imagery. There's a lot of uh, snake imagery and the streamers are like blowing in the wind, kind of evoking that. Um, so I guess before we throw into the story as you're sort of arriving um none of the none of the youngsters have returned yet you're just sort of um showing up and the people who've invited invited you are busy <laughs> so you're just mm -hmm. uh, yep. to sort of get into the flow get into the mm -hmm. flow of the festival there's mead to be had there's things cooking um it seems like some people are sort of like half gone already um maybe people who aren't you know worried about who's like expecting young people from their families back and um it's a goliath village so around you are like towering different um fairly like um uh kind of bluey white skinned goliaths and they're it's uh it's a significant ceremonial time so they're also sort of um painted up and even the even the little youngsters have got like um you know bits of uh bits of like ceremonial paint on them as they're running around potentially uh, just because they wanted to you know be part of it you don't know um so what 
Um, so as you're sort of walking in, I guess my first question is, and we're going to go around, and I want to say, like, what's the first thing your character is looking for um, once you hit this this sort of party, this festival? And also, um, when you tell me that, I also want you to tell me one of your character's favourite memories with this group of adventurers. Mm. Um, so that could be, like, a significant fight, or it could be, like, a funny thing that just happened, like you know, adventuring up this road just here, or you could suggest, like, one of the ways that you first met. Um, literally anything. This is a one-shot. Don't worry about defining, like, important things. in. The point is to define important things in your adventuring troop's history. So go for it. Like, anything anything you want to um, make up. So yeah, what what is your character look like? What's the first thing your character's focused on in in getting to this festival? Um, are you looking for any particular people? Are you looking for any particular food or drink? Or are you cold because you're up in the mountains? And then, what is a significant memory for your adventuring party? And whoever has an idea first can go first. I've got one. Awesome. Okay. So um, the reason why Lady Bertha was um, able to come here is because she knows a Goliath from when she was working in the circus. Um, a Goliath came and saw her circus and challenged her to a strength, um, yes. a strength test. Uh, and she's a she's a very very strong woman. She like at the circus she was the strong woman and bearded lady. So she had a dual purpose, and she actually won that competition and became very good friends with this Goliath. Um, so they became kind of like pen friends. So she's looking for him, uh, looking for that Goliath. Do you want me to come up with a name? Uh, I I can if you want, or you can. <laughs> His name is Yurgle. Love it. Um and. Her favorite memory with the adventuring party is um, because she's very, very tall and very, very large. She finds it quite hard to um, find shoes. So she actually has the cobbler's tool proficiency because she has to make her own tools. And one day for her birthday, the party went out and found her some really beautiful purple velvet slippers and gave them to her. And she was very, very touched. And that's her favorite thing. That's so sweet. I love that. That's very soft. I love it. Um, <laughs> beautiful. All right, we'll have to uh, fold Yurgle in. Who would like to go next? Uh, sure. Uh, I can. Oh, go for it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Arcuda would be looking for the mead table. Uh, he is ready to fully immerse himself into the festivities of this of this wondrous wondrous occasion. They remind him of the. Uh, if the yearly celebrations back back home uh, with his with his with his orcish tribe, um, so he wishes to get an early start, an early start to all the all the celebrating. Um, favorite memory is likely when the party ascended a a spire of a mountain, and within this mountain was a cave, a deep cave filled with dire wolves. <laughs> and together, using our strength and courage, we defeated these dire wolves that were harrowing a town at the base of this rocky mountain. And we went back to my tribe where a grand celebration had with feasting and drinking and laughing, where we, we told tales of, of all of our accomplishments and everything we had done together. Amazing. Love it. Uh, I can... Uh, go. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Zenith is looking for, you know how sometimes at fairs and stuff, they have like, I guess it's not a fair, but like, you know how at like ceremonies or those sorts of things, they have like a little stand where they like sell things. Uh, Zenith is looking to see if there's anything particularly uh, shiny that might catch their attention uh, to buy. Any sort of something that would remind them of like, like a, like a souvenir. They love, they love useless trinkets and their pockets are full of them even if it's a sparkly rock they're just going to go and seek that out uh like just looking around um and i think their favorite memory from uh their time with the party would probably be when 
they were fighting like some big. What, I can't remember the name of it, but there's a type of giant that has like two heads. Ent. Et- no, that's a Ettens. Ettens. Etten. Thank you. Uh, we were fighting like an Etten, and it was like, it was tough, but uh, we had this fun idea to uh, try and trip it off the base of a cliff, and it worked uh, off off the top of a cliff, and it worked, and it. Uh, Zena thought it was uh, hilarious. And so that is their favorite memory. You guys seem like very, very capable, very capable adventurers, but like soft enough to remember to get Lady Bertha really nice shoes. So I really appreciate that. Um, Ross, how about you? Yeah, so I think Klaus, uh, you know, part of the adventure in life for him is that as a peace cleric, he he fights when it's necessary, but for for him, he's he's trying to learn about other cultures so that he can be a more effective negotiator, essentially. So that if you know it ever comes to trying to bring people together, he has the most knowledge possible to try and see everyone's point of view and try and you know get everyone to be on the same page. So I think Klaus's most favorite memory with the party wouldn't actually be an epic battle per se but probably you know the time that they actually managed to like avoid a conflict by finding something that was thought to have been stolen but actually was just lost you know this artifact had been misplaced but one tribe was sort of blaming the other for stealing it and in returning it they managed to avoid a lot of bloodshed and i think for klaus that is that is the thing that he would love the most Nice. I like that. Um, awesome. So I love that it sounds like you're a very effective um, adventuring troop, like like swords for hire a little bit, but also you're you're in there for the for the democratic uh, diplomatic solution. Should there should there be one, um, you all. Um, that's brilliant. Yeah. So. Um, you all arrive and you're starting to search for your um, drink, or or and you're looking for your your friend, um, Lady Bertha. And as you're sort of like looking around, um, there's a cool breeze that whips these these serpentine kind of ribbons, and there's also these like really delicate um, snake bone chimes, um, which give uh, like a hollow. An interesting, like, you only recognize that it's the chimes and not leaves or something when you're really trying to look, look, like, listen for it. But it gives off this really interesting resonance. And they're adorning these, as I said, these colorful festival tents that are set up across this, this clearing. Um, there's a din of music and laughter and echoes from people enjoying the festivities. Um, but as you are sort of starting to decide that thing when you're at a festival where you're like, are we going to search for these, what we're looking for together? Are we going to split up? Where are we going to, what's the, like, what's the plan? There's suddenly a shout that goes up um, from this sort of ceremonial archway that's been set up near the forest where sort of you assume that uh, either that's where these, um, young people have been sent off or coming back. And I think that Debbie, um, sorry, Lady Bertha, your uh, Yurgle, your pen pal, is the person who's invited you all to this um, to this festival and has sort of, you know, over, over the time you've known each other, has given you a rundown of, like you've learnt from each other and so you know what to expect. So you're like, you've probably let the rest of the people, the rest of the adventuring party know that, you know, this is like a coming of age thing and there'll be young people and we can't, you know, we have to camp sort of just off. We can't get there early. And so as you see this arch, you sort of all have a bit of an understanding that this is where they've either gone or they're coming back through this, this archway. You know, I imagine it being just sort of um, uh, like, big branches and, and these these um, coloured streamers. Um, you follow you follow the crowd to a 
platform that's decorated with snake iconography where what could not be anything other than the this the leader of this um, particular group of people group of goliaths stands um there are people now goliaths now and for all of you it's it's a little bit like potentially like a stampede like there are now young people running back through this um through this archway and um seeing that feeling that this is sort of this is the culmination this is like the end what do you think each of your characters would you be doing would you be sort of like jostling up to get to the to the front it'd be pretty hard to see over the top of all of the goliaths or would you be be sort of hanging back you haven't found yurgle yet hmm. I, think I think that i would probably be hanging back a little bit just because i'm you know I know that it, I want the Goliaths to get to the front, but also because I'm not used to not being the tallest person in the crowd. And so I don't even know how to push my way to the front. So I'm just kind of like looking over the shoulders. I think I would, uh, Zenith would start to like try and push their way to the front and then kind of remember what Lady Bertha said about it being like an important cultural thing and being like, oh, uh, uh, and trying to like climb a tree so they can see over their heads because. <laughs> Zenith isn't very tall. All right, roll, um, roll acrobatics or um, athletics to to see if you climb a tree. Well, Zenith, <laughs> <laughs> do you need help getting up the tree? I could, I could give you a boost. No, I'm good. Boing, um, I get a friggin' twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're already up. Okay. <laughs> hey, hello. What's up? You very quickly suss out the situation and scamper scamper up a tree. Um, uh, um, like Tarzan it from the branches. Klaus and I've I've chosen to not use like English letters to write the name of your character down, Nico. Sorry, can you remind me? <laughs> uh, it's pronounced Arcuda. Okay. Some of these were not letters. Um, Klaus and Arcuda, what are you guys up to? Um, so, oh, yeah, go ahead. You go ahead. So Klaus is probably nosing around, looking at these, um, you know, all the, the decorations and just kind of internally being like, oh, why did have to be snakes? <sighs> <laughs> Not a big snake fan. Is Klaus. Uh, I'm just going also... like, to see in the future, rough day, rough day for Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> but also at the same time, uh, just trying to get past that to, to really understand, at, at least from Klaus's perspective, you know, what, what all of these symbols mean, and uh, I assume he's going to want to actually ask at some point because assumptions are not. Uh, Klaus would know, I suppose, as a uh, as someone involved in negotiations. Assumptions quickly go awry. So amazing. So as you are all sort of taking in and 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 trying to like get a good vantage to see what's happened. Oh, sorry. What is Akuda doing? Um, so, so what? So, what is it? That's that's. There's the the ceremony is is ending, and that's that's why there's gathering. Or what? What's the young people are coming back. They're, they're coming being, back. Okay. Yeah, they're being welcomed back, and um, it's it's a, a fair group of them all at once. And so it like started off a bit like you could feel sort of the ground mm -hmm. shaking a bit because these are big, like okay, like uh, then Arcuda not fully understanding their their culture and is is just here to honor to honor these these brave young goliaths in their in their rite of passage will attempt to get as close to the the front as possible to see them and just you know fully just like cheering and like you know just in full support of of what they've done really relishing in this this festival and stuff just incredibly supportive yep love it 
you um you're not like alone and and you're you're not the only non goliaths here it's obviously a thing that you know friends and and also dignitaries from other um villages and um all sorts of different types of beings have been invited to so um you're not like fully standing mm-hmm. out in in a terrible way but um and also everyone else around you is cheering as um all the all these younger goliaths are racing back um they sort of very quickly come up onto the stage um the chief sort of acknowledges them um and they they just like acknowledges that they've returned and then they go off and from what you can see are sort of then like welcomed by like their their family essentially um the the teams seem exhausted but in good spirits um even though they're goliaths you can tell they're they're still fairly young um as as this goes on and uh, there's like stragglers coming through and and everybody's super excited um you know things kind of sort start to de- um die down and also, the crowd around you is dispersing slightly because some of the families have gone off and are sort of, uh, some of the glass are very cold, so they're, like, warming them up. They're sort of like a little pit crew all around you of, of like, people getting, like, you know, like, yes, that was a hard night out, but here you go. <laughs> he is now, like, his stew and he is, like, we'll, we'll look after you. And, and you can hear, like, these young people, like, telling the story of this, um this incredible like night out in um these dangerous mountains um arcuda would very much be interested in listening as much as 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 he can all of these stories yeah so you um you can sort of sidle up to like a group nearby and and you can hear this yeah this one goliath is like well um for me, it wasn't even that hard, you know? Like, it was a great time, and, uh, yeah, like, I just, I did, uh, I did the, you know, the regular things, and, uh, they said there might be wolves, and I tell you what, there were wolves, and, like, I fought them off. I must have fought off, like, five wolves. That's kind of that kind of vibe. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, Zenith is hanging upside down from that tree branch, just, like, trying to listen. <laughs> <laughs> um... As the procession ends, uh, th- there's a couple of things you notice. Um, there is like a couple of people left, sort of like looking around, and uh, a couple more go- Goliaths kind of notice. And there's not a hush so much, so much as just like a bit of a murmur um, that begins kind of amongst the crowd and finally um a hunter appears an older hunter appears and um kind of looks and uh, appears at this archway and kind of looks and sees that people have like flipped over and are looking to 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 this big um male goliath and he sort of like sidles up onto stage and like whispers something to to the chief and holds out, um, holds an item like for the chief to see. Um, and, uh, the, the crowd hushes. And as this hunter, this, this, this older Goliath turns around, you can see that the thing that they're holding is like a leather satchel, but it's a leather satchel that's like bloodied. Um, and you've seen, like, some of the Goliaths have come back, like, they've come back dirty, they've got, you know, scratches, kind of like when you go for, uh, um, like, a hike and, like, you know, things of, you know, they look they look like they've had rough nights, um, but none of them have come back injured um, in, like, a significant way. Um, the, chief t- the chief turns and, and raises his hands and, and there's a sush, there's a sush, mm, there's a hush, <laughs> and um, 
he he sort of like waits until he has everyone's attentions attention and he says um in a very deep booming voice that comes across to you as a very is very like ceremonially um like he doesn't just say this he's like purposely like making sure everyone can hear and he says he says actually and there's a moment of silence as the Goliaths in the crowd look down in sorrow and then the full crowd disperses um unless you go off with one of the families you are suddenly and the chief kind of heads off to where back where there was the food and everything and um yeah so there's this moment of silence and they look down in sorrow and then this crowd disperses and it seems like that's that's just that um but as as you're sort of taking in this moment and just kind of having like that a little bit of like cultural confusion essentially you're like mm. okay we kind of had it up till now now something's happened that we're not picking up on um you out of the corner of your eye a lady bertha see a, a familiar if slightly older than the last time you saw them figure and you see yogle um like coming through coming sort of in a weird way back around past the crowd um and he, uh, he's excited to see you and he's like uh friends it is so good that you have arrived and come to the festival i may be needing i'm sorry uh, this was not my intention uh, oh lady bertha and gives you like a big yeah, hug i'm going to give him a big yeah. hug back yeah. and i'm going to be like it's so good to see you darling ooh I oh, don't quite understand what's happened. I don't think it's a very good thing. Oh no, it's terrible, terrible business. And this is not what I, this is not what I intended at all. Um, inviting you to, I am trying like Norwegian, and it's not happening. Hey, <laughs> that's great. I, yeah, I think I it's think awesome. Great. Yeah, I'm loving it. Um, I intended to be inviting you, uh, and now I maybe, and I might be needing to hire you. Um, because this, you, you all are very strong and capable and I need some help because I need some help from somebody outside our village. Uh, would you consider helping, helping me? Oh, my dear friend, I will always help you. It would be an honor. I, what happened? Oh, this just here, um, my, so all of the youngsters are back, all except, all except one, uh, and it is my friend, Atli, um, and, uh, the, the hunter has returned and said that she did not make it through the night, uh, oh, that she, my. yes, it, it is something that happens occasionally, uh, on these things, and uh, that is, uh, it used to happen more uh, when the uh, when this uh, when this was uh, you know a week out hunting, and they and and the youngsters were expected to bring back a kill, and uh, but it is uh, it is much more ceremony now than than hardship, but occasionally it still occurs, and it is painful. Uh, maybe luckily or unluckily for us, Atli, uh, did not have much family, uh, left. So we, so it has been accepted, but I have to tell you, Lady Bertha, my friend, I do not think that she is dead. <gasps> what, is, what is going on then? I mean, this satchel that I saw certainly belongs to her. Um, but in the past few years, other teams have also gone missing. But they are all teams that are not... I have re I have returned to my village uh, after my time with the with the circus. And you would... 
you would understand, Lady Bertha, that we are our circus people. We are a different type of people. Um, and I have found a way for my clan to accept um, the idiosyncrasies and differences of, uh, of, of me. Um, but every year it seems like uh, youngsters who do not fit in for whatever reason occasionally are not returning. Well, and that is no good. You're saying conspiracy. Conspiracy, huh? <laughs> we, 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 yes? Conspiracy. I, let, let us not jump to conclusions so okay, quickly. Okay, sorry. But, uh, you're it, saying this is a very more, serious time. You're saying... You and I'm going to give her an eyeball. <laughs> okay. Give them an eyeball. But and you yet, are, you are is, saying you suspect foul play? Is that what you're saying? We have, um, well, we have a, um, we have a, as you can see with the snakes, the snakes, you see the snakes everywhere. Mm. We really oh, love I snakes. I cannot see them. <laughs> uh, and we, um, I'm just picking up everyone's accent. Um, we, <laughs> <laughs> we love them and, uh, they're important. Um, and the, the abomination in our understanding is the Lamia, which is uh, uh, a snake with the with the torso of a person. Uh, the village believes that um, there's the the thing that picks off these hunters is a Lamia. Um, I and do you think this is not the case? I care very much for the odd and those who do not fit in so well. Uh, that is why I loved, I loved our circus, and you know, saw that every everywhere there are people who do not fit so well where they are born. Uh, and to me, it seems like it is an excuse. The Lamia is potentially being used to get rid of clan members that just do not fit. And I, I would be eager for somebody to find the truth, either hunt this, this being that is picking off the weaker members of this, this, this tribe, um, or, or find what is, what is happening. I, this was not my intention. I am so sorry. I intended just for you all to come and have have a bit of a rest from your normal adventuring. I hear so many stories from Bertha. I'm going to put my hand on Yugo's shoulder and just be, oh, no, 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 my little friend, I say to the Goliath. Um, we will do our absolute best to find anyone that might be harmed in a way that they should not have been. And I'm going to, like, look around at everybody else for confirmation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What a dick move, yes. picking off people who don't fit in. Mm-hmm. There's a it glorious is, battle to be had. It is possible that she did not make it. Uh, she was she was a little smaller and timid. Um, but uh, but if you passed any of those incredible chimes made from the uh, the snake's bones, she is yeah. one of she's one of our greatest creators of those. Uh, and and. But that wasn't seen as so important as being able to pass this this test and be be a strong strong Goliath. Uh, Do all uh, Goliaths have to pass this test? For our in in our uh, in our village, yes. I see. Okay. Uh, it seems. You can speak. It seems rather unfair. Everyone has different strengths. That doesn't mean they shouldn't be a part of a tribe. There is, there is usually, and there is a general understanding of uh, everybody having different strengths and abilities and jobs. Uh, obviously, within society. Uh, 
as I said, this this particular initiation has gotten a lot a lot more just for uh, f- facing your own fears in the dark of night by yourself out one night and then returning. Uh, it's not meant it's not intended to be as incredibly dangerous. But over the past, in the most recent years, it seems there have been, it has been more, and the more traditional orcs are sad by it, and and Atli will be mourned. But uh, it is uh, partly just an understanding of it just being a dangerous world and a dangerous thing to do, and because Atli was already seen as being weaker. It was. It, it would just be accepted. Is there any way for us to maybe see the path that Atli might have taken? You will. You will help. Yes, please, please. And um, he um, he guides you to uh, he guides you to the opposite side, uh, an area that you haven't um, explored yet. Which is where this, where everybody would have um, started, and he is, explains that like everybody sort of starts on, on like one central spot is is farewelled and kind of fans out. Like everyone doesn't just like go the same way. Everyone um, fans out. You're you're meant to you're meant to be you're meant to go out, find a camp, find a good spot to camp for the night camp, and then. Uh, like adventure back and return to and the point is you're meant to like come into the village at this spot to show like you didn't get lost and you know your way around and etc so um, so he can show you he can take you to where everybody starts and he can show you where um, like which direction? Because he he is sort of one of the only Goliaths who was keeping an eye on her particularly, um, just her family, you know, through natural causes died off younger, and there there has there isn't that many people like. Yeah, he cares about the odder people, odder Goliaths, and and he's one of one of his charges essentially. Um, Hi, can I? Uh, where did the the satchel, the bloody satchel that was supposedly hers, where was that found? Maybe we can start there. I, uh, I, I don't know. Um, but okay. if we follow this path, we can find her, her camp. And I okay. think, I think probably from there we can find, um, let's go. We could talk to the hunter, but I would, I do not want to. I think right, we should right. find that information. Works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want to keep, keep it, it subtle. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very subtle. The, the, <laughs> the silent <laughs> path. Yes. Do you suspect any uh, individual in particular of, you know, being suspect, as it were? Hmm. Uh. It's, I, there is a, uh, there is a Elder Rhea who is, um, she is our, uh, she is the most powerful spellcaster and d- performs all of the ritualistic, uh, important parts of our, of our village and, uh, she she is new to that role. I say she is new to that role. She is very old, but the you know, the older one passed on that to her. And uh, the two things do not not line up. Okay. And she is very traditional. Okay, but we cannot jump to any conclusions quite yet. So what you're saying is that she probably doesn't like these weaker. Goliaths. That what you're ins- in- insinuating? I, I, I don't know. I when I say she seems to, uh, uh, 
Her beliefs do not line up with my understanding of our history and mm. what Goliaths across the years have cared about and focused on. She seems to be overly focused on the strength of our clan. Well, I think uh, we should keep that in mind, but of course, sometimes things are just coincidence. Maybe there's just Lola Mia that's eating everybody. I hope not. If there is, we can kill it. It will be slain. Probably. Well, I mean, as long as that is okay. Uh, oh, right. It isn't or anything, right? I... Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> right, that. Uh, we could. We won't if... Never mind. Yeah, I mean, um, we are capable. We just, you know, we wouldn't want to cause yeah, an incident. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Alamia is a wretched thing to us, but I don't know to other people. It's complicated. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, well, I don't even know if they're real. I don't know. Have you met Alamia? Oh. I haven't met Alamia. What's Alamia? I've seen a I've seen a lemur. It's like a big <laughs> snake, but with it's the body of a hu- with a torso of like a like a lemur, like a. Um, Not a, a person. I have come across you on tea, but I, I don't think that is the same. They are, you know, they they live in societies. This seems like a lone beast. Oh, I am scared to go into the forest with you. Okay, but let's do it. <laughs> uh, can uh, so uh, this is where we began, and uh, this is the direction that uh, that I, I saw at the head on. Uh, but I am no, I am no tracker. Um, I don't know if any of you have skills. Uh, let's. Hmm? I am Aye. accidentally good at survival. <laughs> <laughs> Hell uh, yeah. Uh, I am not. Okay. I have a plus two. Which is a, I have plus five. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dang. Yeah. Okay. Go crazy. And that's without proficiency. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Well, I could I assist. I've done many, uh, many excursions into forests and mountains and such with my tribe. I might be able to assist in this. I'm from like a town, dude. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Yes, well, the, the Peace Corps is not exactly uh, master trackers, you know. So, yes. Uh, all right. Shall I Shall I roll? Do I get advantage from the assist? Yeah, unless you want to roll separately, Nico, you can nope. just give... My bonus um, is not as good as... <laughs> class as advantage. <laughs> Go all right, for it. Let's, let's do it. All right. That's a 15. Ooh, and a dirty 20. We'll take nice. that. Amazing. Um... You, you start to follow like you, with a dirty twenty. You can see that from where you are. Like I said, there's tracks that sort of fan out, and you get put by. Um, uh, oh my goodness! His name disappeared from my brain. It's like Yurgle. 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 <laughs> by Yurgle, you get put on the track of um, which tracks are. Um, uh, um, at, at least. least, and you do notice that you do sort of with a dirty twenty notice that they look like a smaller, a smaller Goliath's tracks, and mm. you can start to follow those, and um, <coughs> those take you to um, to a clearing, and um, you, as in you, you all will be walking for. Um, like a couple of hours following mm. these tracks and it takes you to a clearing where there's a brook and there's a, uh, a brook that flows past like this big flat rock and there's an enormous spruce that dominates this clearing and for a moment you sort of forget what you're doing and are a bit taken by like it's really beautiful like the sun's hitting and um, it's it's very, very t- tranquil. Um, however, for you, especially Klaus, the natural beauty is marred by the fact that as you're sort of looking across, um, you notice that 
down the side of the rocks, there's this huge blood stain. Mm. And um, and as you're looking, you can see that there's like a leather jerkin that's lying like up on a on a bush. Mm. I'm gonna skitter over to the blood stain mm. and try. Is it, you said it like goes off a cliff or down a hill, or no? It's just like it's just across some rocks. Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah. Is there any? <laughs> is there anybody over there? <laughs> uh, do you want to roll it for an investigation? Yeah. There's not. There's not immediately anyone there. Um, investigation is. Yurgle hasn't worked out what's happening. He's turned to you, Bertha, and he's mm. like, "Do you, what? See, because this makes sense. She's such got such an artistic heart, and she's chosen such a beautiful place to camp. I this is. I wish I could. I think I might come back here if we find her and camp out here. It's so, so it's serene." Hasn't seen the bloodstain, mm. has he? Okay, okay cool. Just I'll stand in the eye line ah. of Yurgle yeah. and the bloodstain. <laughs> Distracting him from the blood and be like, Ah, oh, what a lovely tree. I got it's an 11 beautiful. investigation, by the way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let me great. see what an 11 <laughs> investigation gives you. Um, would it be wise to call out her? How Ellie? wide is the blood stain? <laughs> um, it's like so. It's a stain, so it's like a dried stain. Um, but it's uh, it's I don't know, like like two feet by a foot, kind of smeared across okay. this rock. I'm just right. going to try and subtly cast a minor illusion in front of the rock. So that if Yurgle turns around, it just looks like a rock face. Oh, you're so smart. I was about to grab smart. a branch. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose um, maybe I'll assist Zenith uh, with Within an the- investigation. And I'll do what I should have done with Zenith as well. And I'll give myself guidance uh, as okay. well. So I'll, I'll, you know, cast guidance on myself. Uh Oh, that was a nice natural roll. Let's see what the D4 is. Better gives than me. me, please. Okay, dirty twenty with the guidance. That was yeah. that yeah. was a good roll. Um, Klaus is very wise. Not, you know, he's like an average. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, Zenith, uh, um, as they were uh, like kind of trying to take this information in and and as you're trying to take that information in this like rippling of illusion covers it and you can see from over your shoulder lady bertha has is like mm. and you kind of get the vibe <laughs> and, and but you're sort of like checking out this smear and and your um but as you said your your main skills are more are more urban uh, skills, mm. yeah, <laughs> more, more fighting, and and like you're from from towns and cities. So, yeah. um, blood smear on a rock doesn't mean much to me. <laughs> yeah, but you're trying to sort of sort it out. You're like, this is obviously not good. Um, somebody has been hurt. Um, but as uh, as Klaus comes over to you, Klaus, you see um, something that sort of makes you mm, confused slightly which Mm. is a very like semi-circular indentation of a trail heading through past this so we were Mm. at there was like there was like a stream so it's like a bit sandy and a bit muddy and you can see like a very heavy body has uh, like mm. yeah and so like a, you can a, see a slither yeah a, a, right. a snake like creature has definitely mm-hmm. moved through here and um yeah. by sort of the flick of the flick of the end of its tail you can work out in what direction oh. it's heading all right i'm gonna make a medicine check oh man okay 15 uh do i do i think the blood is uh like, is is this enough blood that I think someone has died, or am I probably under the impression that they've been attacked and maybe taken alive? 
just injured, still alive. Yeah. 415, and because your other one was a dirty 20, I would say, um, and because you're, like, you know, trained, cleric. the cleric, yeah, yeah. Um, and have been around these people doing violence, um, <laughs> this <Yeah>. doesn't... <laughs> It doesn't have the feeling of violence, which is odd. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not... This is like a smear. Mm. Sorry for anyone who doesn't like descriptions of blood. Um, Mm. This is is not a... Like, this is not a splatter. Like, if you're doing a Uh forensic checkout of this... It's like a hand? If if there's going to be a snake that's going to, like, strike or something, you would expect... Yeah, and you're like, oh, maybe it's like a constricting snake, and then you have that thought, and then you're like, oh, mm. <laughs> um, um, but um, you, it, it, it's there's something odd about it for sure. Um, I clearly I didn't see the slithering or anything. I just kind of saw the that um, the the rock face and the blood. Um, but I'm going to maybe message Klaus using message um, and try and whisper it so Yurgle doesn't hear. And I'm just going to be like, is it Goliath blood or is it something else? Uh, well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I can't really distinguish, but I, I think that, I think that whoever, uh, this blood belongs to is possibly still alive, uh, I think that's kind of the it message doesn't really yeah. extend. Yeah, and then so. end, like, <laughs> I'll probably I'm just as well. Keep um, distracting Yurgle. Yeah. yeah, I'll probably sort of turn to Zenith and be like, uh, "This is a uh, very strange. See, uh, it doesn't look like they were struck so much as I don't know, like maybe a blunt force or something." Uh, but I, I, I think whoever this blood belongs to, they were dragged away probably alive alive that's good yeah yeah that's yeah it's good well i mean there there is some hope at least uh right right um do you think we should maybe tell like discreetly see if like we can get your to go back because i get the sense from the whole like illusion to cover the bloodstain thing that maybe we don't want to make him sad thinking about the death of uh a kid that he was like fond of and taking care of. I, I'm not sure. I mean, it seems that now we have more hope than we did before. So perhaps that's true. Uh, I don't. I I think that, that maybe he will want to help. You know, people feel a strong sense of duty to their children. Normally, that's true. Okay, I I'm gonna I'm gonna like skitter over to Lady Bertha, um, and like go on like the tips of my hooves and like whisper in her ear and like be like okay like, so there's like a snake and also like the, uh blood but not enough to be dead uh so maybe maybe she's alive we don't know uh do you want your friend to be informed on this or do you want him to go home um i think he has that no I'm, yeah like, i'm gonna <laughs> um i think i'm going to Turn to like turn back to Yurgo and just be like, um, uh, it it seems that there may be some ways we could investigate her. As you can see, there's no blood. I <laughs> wink to the party. I don't because I'm good at. I'm actually not that good at deception, but oh, whatever. No, you want to roll a deception check? I can. Um, so <laughs> I'll finish the sentence and then I yeah. will roll a deception. Um, yeah. But I'm gonna be like. If you think there might be some sort of foul play with the odd people among your people, you don't want to seem like one of them yourself, so maybe you should leave it to us. Go back to the village and act like it's normal, but they will maybe notice if you're gone and investigating something you think may not be the best. But as you can see, there's no blood, so there's always a lead. And then I'll roll my deception. <laughs> Do you want to roll a deception? You roll deception, and then you have to roll like a persuasion. Persuasion. Well. Okay. Okay. So I got a sixteen for deception. Ooh. And come on, persuasion's the one I'm good at. He trusts you. You guys have been pen pals and for a, a while. seventeen for persuasion. <laughs> okay. Um. He sort of. He's like. 
Well, I, I'm glad you found some leads. And I... Do you think I should go back and keep an eye on these people? The, the ones that I am... Uh, yes. Suspicious of, maybe. And then when you come back, you can tell me the information. I can tell you the information I have. And maybe that will be helpful. I think that would be wonderful. And I have ways of contacting you if I need to. Okay. Uh, this is just... Okay. So uh, she's sort of sh smaller, but uh, she's, you know, a fully grown Goliath, or she will be considered if when she returns. Uh, so uh, when you find her, uh, you can... Uh, I don't know. If you find her... She's not a child, so whatever she wants. Also, um, uh, this is not normal for Goliath. Uh, this is not okay or normal. So just so you know that, uh, uh, I will go see if I can speak to or find more information back at the village. I think that's a very good idea. And he sort of like, like looks gratefully at all of you and and starts to sort of lumber, lumber back through the, um, through the forest. Thankfully, at least heading, you know, along the fairly now well-trodden path through the snow that he'll get back to the village. It's okay. <laughs> um, so it's snowy? Uh, yeah, there's like a light yeah. um, covering of snow. Yeah. Can I investigate to see if there's anything that got covered by snow between Ooh. when she left? Yeah, yeah, roll an investigation. I'm not very good at investigation. Uh, either, we'll try it. Oh, no. yay. Uh, that was um, a net one oh, with no. a plus one on my guidance. It's snowy. I will say... I'm not fond of the snow. <laughs> it's very slushy. Um, based on sort of where you've found all these clues, it doesn't look like there's been, like, much snow that's covered. Like, there's not been much snow sort of um, overnight. And so um, apart from sort of, yeah, I guess you're a little bit distracted, like half a little bit of your brain is now being like, is it too complicated? We did walk for, like, a couple of hours. Hopefully, you know, yoga will get back safely. And so you're a bit sort mm -hmm. of split-minded yeah. um but yeah you don't find any um any new information but you do have this big snake-like indentation that you can follow ahead of you does the snake-like indentation like stop in front of the rock um who did the survival is any of us good at nature things No. No. Um. Basically, I'm just gonna be like, uh, "Is is the slithering coming in and then stopping and going back? If it got here, how did it get away?" Hmm. I suppose I would be the one who would potentially have an idea on that. Yeah, because you did the check. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I would say because you did a fairly good check. Um. I would say that. For you, there is only one in and out. Like this, mm -hmm. this, okay. this, the snake doesn't like this. This indentation doesn't like continue off anywhere. There's only like it definitely stopped here and went back. Okay. Uh, well, obviously I'm not an expert, but it looks like there's just a single path. So I think whatever came, uh, you know, came here, took there the victim and left the same way. So I, I think if we follow, we would probably find what we are looking for. Okay. Let's find a big snake and maybe punch it. Oh, or Ooh, or I could help something, with that. Or hopefully yes. something that is not a snake, but resembles snake. Let's find a... Uh, just going to pet Klaus on the shoulder. <laughs> that potentially took a small Goliath girl and punch it. I agree. So I think guys... we could all get a punching. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's so you guys are following the trail? Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, 
so you do, you follow this trail and it leads all the way and, and again, you're walking for like another hour or so. And um, this is this, there's nothing extra special about this. It's just moving and um, occasionally deviating from the path that it must have come on, but pretty much just like heading in the same direction. And you eventually, eventually it leads up to, you're getting closer and closer to what you can see as a cliff face. Mm -hmm. Um, And as you're getting closer, you start to see um, a cave opening up here in this cliff face. So the trail leads to this dark cave and around the entrance of this cave are all these bleached bones. Um, Mm. And that's where the snake is headed or the snake-like thing is headed. Mm, That goes super well. I don't think this is it. We should keep moving. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, you are right. Uh, these bones are not ominous in any way. No, 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 uh, no, we no, should, no. It's super we chill. Should, we should I just remembered on. that I can't see in the dark. Oh. And yeah. as a bard, I forgot to have a cantrip like light. <laughs> so. Oh, oh no. You have, I, would you have a torch? You have a torch. I, I might have a torch. I might yeah. have a torch. Oh, thank um, you. Uh, did anyone yeah. want to uh, roll a nature check, checking out these bones? Yeah, I'm I would do like it. to roll medicine if that is acceptable. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'll do nature with my plus one nature. Do it. Nineteen. Fuck around and find out. Shite. Six. <laughs> Klaus is always one step ahead of Zenith. No, Zenith is trying so hard. <laughs> Um, looking at these bones, uh, you do that thing that um, when when you're sort of trying to, I assume I'm pretend I, I was about to pretend I knew something. I was about to do what my <laughs> kids, my friends CSI, my know. friends call like <laughs> yeah. purely fact, where I uh-huh. just I extrapolate information to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. What I, I assume would happen when identifying bones is that your brain is sort of indexing all the things that it could possibly be, and mm-hmm. some of them are very bad and scary. Um, and mm-hmm. like you're like, could this be Goliath? Could this be another um, like person style creature? So you're sort of indexing, and then eventually it does that, do, 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 and it locks onto these are uh, rat bones, but they're rat bones oh. of a size that you've not really seen very often. So you're sort of like mm. giant, giant, big, mm. big rat bones, but big definitely very much. Rats. Based on a couple of skulls that are that are hanging out there, very right. much rat bones. You do notice amongst that though, you do notice yeah. um, small like artifacts, like small mm-hmm. uh, items that aren't bones. So um, almost potentially like offerings that have been placed right. out the front, uh, out the front on on and around, and there are bones on top. And then more mm. small things. There's a small pouch of honeycomb. There's um, like a little clay bowl with like edible mushrooms um, mm. in it. There is a small carving of a wolf. There's uh, like a little bouquet of, of different types of like herb herbaceous plants. There's mm. um, remnants of a state a snake statue, and there's like a small. Um, like small obsidian knife kind of like amongst this. 